Hey. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Diary. Today, we're going to be talking about our College 101 series. We're going to be getting into our experiences, expectation versus reality, our plans after college, and how it was transitioning after high school, and a bunch more stuff. Today, we're going to be doing a story time of some of our roommate nightmares. Which we have a lot of. We have quite a bit, honestly. So, like, how did the roommate process go for you? Like, did you pick random roommates or did you choose them? To me, well, I already had Nalia coming in with me and a few other people that I know from from my high school that were going to GW. But I didn't want to live with them. I wanted to sort of expand and, you know, experience new shit. I think that was (laughs) the wrong route. But you know what? I got some pretty funny stories out of it. But yeah, I wanted to live with people that I didn't know. And sort of the logic behind my choice was... That if I went in random, then I couldn't be mad at myself for picking the people mm-hmm. that I didn't like. So that's why I ended up going random. And like originally, I really I didn't want to do a four person room. Like I saw the size of those rooms, and I was mm-hmm. like, this is literally like a jail cell with four people in it. A like closet. there's no space. So, so I was like, you know what? I'd much rather do a five person. Or maybe even, like, a double or a three-person room because those looked pretty nice. Um, mm. And, you know, I was trying to be in Thurston because that bitch was cheap as fuck compared to the other dorms <laughs> on campus. So, um, yeah, that's how I ended up going. But I actually didn't end up getting Thurston. I ended up getting um, this other dorm. No, it was, I think it was near... It's the one that's near Marvin, I think. Lafayette. Yeah. Really? Is is it that one? I don't know. I think I know. I ended up getting the one that's next to SES. 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 Oh, I forgot the name of that one, but I know what you're talking about. But that one was, it was, I forgot the name too, but it was a mixed dorm. It wasn't Mm -hmm. only freshmen. And it had a kitchen so I wasn't going to have that full freshman yeah. experience. And, you know, I wanted that freshman experience. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, you know, somebody, you want to switch with me or something? <laughs> so I ended up switching into a six-person Thurston room. And, yeah, it worked out. Well, not really, but kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, my mindset was the same as you. I was like, oh, if I get random, then I can't really blame myself. But at the same time, I didn't want to get random because I was like, do I really want to be in a room with a bunch of people who, like, I don't even know? And so I did the thing where, like, you know how we had that Facebook group? And I was like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. let me put my cute little bio, try and find some roommates or whatever. So then I was, like, DMing p- random people on Instagram, trying to find a roommate. And, like, people were DMing me. But I feel like none of the people who are, like, who I was talking to, like, are what we wanted aligned. Like, some people wanted Potomac. Like, I don't want Thurston. I knew that from the jump. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted some little bougie. You feel me? Like I wanted Madison or something. I, Madison, I think that's what. Okay, you rich girl. Stop. <laughs> 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 but I wanted somewhere different because, like, I heard it's nicer. But everybody else, like, some people wanted fours. Like, I wouldn't voluntarily want a four bedroom at GW no. because, like you said, they're mad small for no reason. It's like a three person bedroom. 
And then they just add an extra person in there. Add an extra bed. Exactly. And so I just roomed with Ama because we had met um, the summer before we were both accepted. And like literally on the plane ride back, we're like, okay, if we don't find a roommate, then we're just going to room with each other. So then we were like keeping each other updated throughout the whole process. And when they were like, you know what? Let's just room together. So then I think we got, oh, we got into West. Uh, we got into West on the burn, and we're both like, nah, that's dead. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Even though I'm glad I didn't nice, get the burn. Yeah, we were like, there's no way we're going to be commuting back and forth each and every single day. And so, like, you know what? Let's try and find um, somewhere that we can, like, be together and then also, like, be on Foggy Bottom. Now I'm thinking, like, should we have just stuck to the burn? We have had a better experience, but, you know, everything happens I always think about how, like, living on the Vern is, because I've heard, like, it's so peaceful. a few, like, Black students on campus that have lived on the Vern, and they just talk about it, like, so differently. Like, obviously, it's, like, so isolated, and it's just kind of annoying, like, transporting back and forth mm-hmm. from the campuses, but it's, like, damn, it's, like, quiet and calm over exactly. there. Exactly, but they also got rats, so, you know, pick Ugh. a choice. But, um, yeah, so we decided to... I knew one person going in, but then the other four girls were completely random. Yeah, I know no one in my room. Um, I was just like, that Facebook group chat and do shit to me because <laughs> I was over here messaging people and like asking to see if they were interested in rooming together. And they either already had roommates yeah. or like, yeah, our preferences didn't match up. And I think I, was I just went like, on annoying. too late or something because Matthew That's had already known everybody. I was like, huh? That's why I didn't get. I feel like a lot of people in our grade like did early decision. Mm. Like Nalia did early decision. I didn't do early decision. I'm too indecisive for that <laughs> shit. Yeah, no, that makes sense because literally same when I went and Matthew like, oh, I already have a roommate or this that and there's like, you know what? Let me just go with Ama. But that led to like a whole. Because we both live in six persons. And I feel like living in a six That's person so funny. in Thurston is insane. It's an, it's an experience, to say the least. So it's, what was your, like, craziest roommate story? I know we both have a couple, so we'll just go back and forth. I, f- I have quite a few crazy ones. Like, everybody, <laughs> like... I, How were your I roommates can't... overall? Did you like them, like, in the beginning? Or let's talk about that first. I think in the beginning, it was just, like, very interesting because I was the only, like, girl of color living Mm. in that whole room. Like, Mm -hmm. everyone else was white, and I believe that maybe one of my roommates was Brazilian. Mm -hmm. So, it's, like, I could kind... Yeah, very white passing, like, also very rich. Mm -hmm. So, she was also from New York, which was cool because we could, like, talk about New York, but it was kind of, like different New Yorks in a mm-hmm, sense because mm-hmm. you know she was living that rich New Manhattan? York life while I was not yes yes ma'am heard it now she she got money bro this whole pandemic shorty been traveling but you know she's living her best life we go off this um the other one was another girl she lived in DC um I think in like the Georgetown area and money she went too. to like yeah I think she went to like a private school in Georgetown or whatever um so yeah she just had money like all all my roommates had money but me and were basically (laughs) white but they were all like cool like um i don't know it was just very interesting and like the three 
three out of my five roommates, I really like enjoyed my experience living with them because mm-hmm. it was very nice to be able to well when we weren't having well I didn't really have problems with these three girls but like as a whole six room like when we weren't having issues with certain people like it was just so nice because at the end of the day like I was able to go back to a space where mm-hmm. like we weren't the closest of friends but if something was going on then like I was able to talk to them and yeah. like we were able to talk to each other and like that was kind of nice because we didn't need to be the best of friends but we know mm-hmm. that if like some shit had gone down or if I needed something or if they needed something like we could talk and so I've always appreciated that and like I really enjoyed um like certain weekends because I remember <laughs> I remember certain weekends where, like, shit would just happen, and then, like, Sunday night, we would all, like, reconvene mm-hmm. and, like, basically gossip and, like, spill tea about shit that had happened. And it was just so interesting because our friend groups did not mix at all, like, two different types of friend groups. But they got to know my friends, and I got to know their friends. Mm. And it was interesting when they told me stories because, like, I had met their friends. So it was just, like, funny. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I really... um I am thankful that I had, like, those three people that I could, like, talk to. And, like, mm-hmm. I didn't feel, like, alienated in my own room. Yeah. So I'm I'm grateful for that. Well, I'm glad you had that because <laughs> I didn't. Um, complete opposite, especially my second semester, I did feel alienated. Um, like, when we first came in, obviously, like I said, I only knew Ama. So, like, obviously, we were closer. And we had, like, our own separate room within the whole you know, six person thing. And I remember like the first day, literally the first, like not even the first day, like within the first week, we're like all six of us, you know, let's go like grab dinner together and like kind of get to know each other. And thinking back now, I'm pretty sure that's the only time that we all actually hung out together, like (laughs) going out and doing something um, as a unit. But yeah, we went and talked or whatever. And I remember afterwards, me and Alma met up with another friend of ours, Kayleen. Um, and we were like reflecting on it, like, yeah, I mean, they seem chill, but like, there's, there's something like when I'm, when I meet somebody like, something I, off. yeah, I know from the jump, if like, we're going to get along or like, if there's like some type of reservation or something within me, like mm-hmm. we like them, but like, there's something off. And so I guess like within the first couple of months, um, at least until like October, November-ish, we were like cool, but we didn't really hang out like oh. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when we would come in, we'd say hi, we'd have like small conversation or whatever. Um, and I remember like when we had like the March for Black Women, I ended up going with two of them. And like sometimes like like those two, like in the beginning, I was really cool, but they were chill. But somewhere along the line, right, a light switch went off and everything changed, the dynamic changed and just became mad awkward. Like I was the only black girl, and then there was Ama and two white girls and one Egyptian and half white and half Latina, but she was white passing. Mm-hmm. And but like the other four, like everybody besides me and Ama, like I'm assuming, and based off of like what I've like seen social media and like how they talked or whatever kind of had money. They came like from privileged backgrounds. So me and Ama were the only ones who didn't. That's literally the majority of GW. Exactly. I remember, like, the first time that I kind of, like, felt not isolated, but, like, a little, 
I was like, ugh, I know that this year, this roommate situation is going to be a little off. But it's like in October, because we're planning, me and I'm planning to go to a the J. Cole concert. And at first, they were mad cheap. And then all of a sudden, they all revealed that, oh, like, they like J. Cole, I guess. So they wanted to come. But then in order for all of us to sit together, it was going to be more money. And I was like, uh, do I really want to pay more money? Because it was either like that or go home. So I remember like that weekend, I was like debating a lot and was kind of like going through my own thing where I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just it was just very awkward. And I think for that, that's when like moving on, I started to like feel a little different. But I think since obviously since the four of them are like out in their own room, they obviously got really, really close. But I think that the change really started to happen when it came in like the small things, when it came to cleaning, especially. That's when the device started to happen. Like how did did y'all like set up a system? Because for us, we're like every Girl, other week, don't even every weekend, started. somebody had to clean. And like we made a list of who would be cleaning and it would be the same thing. So it'd be in rotation. So it's not all on one person. So how did that go for y'all? Because for us, it was actually a mess. For us, the only thing that we actually... So my we didn't have four, four people in one room. And um, basically, ours was like... Basically, like your sweet style. But the only difference is we kind of had like three rooms. So there was like the double room, the bathroom. And then there was like the bigger room where it was uh, three people. Mm-hmm. But then, we ha- then there was this like tiny ass room that held like three closets and so another person went in that room and it was basically a single but you didn't really have the privacy of it being a single because like it had the closet of two other people so we were constantly going in and out of that room um so yeah mine was basically set up like that so everybody just cleaned their own space when they needed to or like if like let's just say if somebody has somebody coming over then like you would let them know hey like this person's coming over like just trying to make sure everything's clean or whatever mm-hmm. and like that's totally fine like i have no problem with that like you know at least for me like my room fluctuates with how i'm doing so like if i get very stressed or if i have a lot going on like my room tends to get a little bit on the messier side mm-hmm. but you know i do be trying to keep my shit clean but um for cleaning so basically, we did the same exact thing. We had a schedule for cleaning, but I don't know if these girls have ever cleaned a Thank bathroom you. or anything in their Thank life you. because they were, one, they were not doing a good job. Two, by the time it came to some of these girls' rotations, they was not fucking with it. Thank you. So in the end, we ended up having to hire uh, a cleaning lady to come in every two weeks, I think, or maybe every week. I can't remember. But it really wasn't that expensive because we just had to split it between six people. Mm -hmm. So in the end, it really wasn't that much because it was just the bathroom that they were cleaning and it was split between six people. And Loki, when we had agreed to it, I was tight because I was like, damn, y'all really doing this because y'all don't want to clean? Like, and I was annoyed because I think only two people had gone on the rotation to clean and yes. I had been me and one other girl and I was like, damn, so I had to clean and God didn't. Like, I felt some type of way about but yeah, we had a cleaning lady. Honestly, I'm kind of glad we ended up doing that in the end because, like, as the semester went on and I got busier and, like, I started working, like, I genuinely didn't have time for that. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, you know, it was a little privilege or whatever. No. Ours 
hated cleaning for some reason. Like, okay, the first couple of weeks went by, and you know, cause GW said that oh, like there was gonna be somebody coming in to clean, but nobody really came in to clean. They just came in to check for like mold or whatever. Mold in the bathroom. Exactly. That's all they did, and it's, it was still there when after you. they checked. And so once, so we had waited for that person to come within the first couple of weeks. And once we learned that they weren't actually like cleaning the bathroom, then we decided to make a schedule. And me and Alma were the only ones who actually cleaned when it was time to clean, bro. They never wanted to clean. Me and Alma always had to pick up the slack. And sometimes they would lie about cleaning. Like they would go in there and like spray a little something, something to make it smell fresh, but they didn't oh clean. Girl. And I'm like... It takes less than an hour to clean. Like, it was always nasty in there. And their hair, too. Like, me, I don't wash my hair, obviously, because, like, I foresee hair. Like, I wash it, like, every couple of, every month or whatever. But mm -hmm. them, since they're always washing it every single day, the hair would be in the drain. Like, when Amma yeah, washes her hair, she puts it on the wall and then throws it away after. They just mm -hmm. let it go in the drain, bro. They let it go in the drain, and it, it clogged at one point we had to call the maintenance to come multiple times to clean it out like literally we would take a shower in the water like you know like thurston like it wasn't a tub but like i had like it was it was kind of a yeah tub. It had like a little inch or whatever and so yeah. the water literally would not go down bro imagine taking a shower that's disgusting it, thank you the thurston first of all the thurston bathroom is like honestly there were times where i dead ass preferred to shower in potomac where nolly and ari live <laughs> because the ache of showering and thurston it got to me sometimes it's literally disgusting like literally i just wanted to like shower quickly and get out as soon as possible like i didn't want to be in there long and so imagine you're taking a shower and like your feet are starting to drown because the water can't go down the drain <laughs> like what it's so simple literally just throw away your hair but even besides cleaning so you guys didn't have like a little like hair we, catcher at the bottom i think we i don't know i can't remember like where the hole is you know the way thurston is like some bathrooms had something some didn't like yeah it wasn't all cohesive but like even beyond cleaning we had issues so there was a certain point where it's like it just got mad awkward and nobody was really talking to one another like besides me and Am and then obviously the four other girls but one of our biggest issues was like music for some reason because they were always complaining mm -hmm. about music being too loud or whatever even though it really wasn't i hate when people say that to me like first off enjoy the music i'm blessing you girl right i now. like to hear my music loud exactly. i like to belt it out like <laughs> no but for me well we both have this thing but one th thing that happened was miss miam deciding to have sex in the bathroom with her boyfriend the, her boyfriend decided to come over for the weekend which is fine like she told everybody but the way the bathroom the room is set up i have a shared wall with the bathroom and that's where my desk is and so obviously you know i'm sitting on my desk doing my homework or whatever and wait at what time was this like was this the daytime no, it was, the nighttime it, it wasn't it wasn't nighttime it was like some point during the day let's say it was like oh, four shit. or five o'clock exactly. yeah maybe they thought you weren't there no miss they, they knew i was there they knew i was there and i made sure they knew i was there because after they little finished then i went out to go to the kitchen as if i was getting something so y'all could know i heard you little nasty i wouldn't be able to look at anybody in the I eye i didn't look at after them and let them see me though 
And so, literally, her room, she could have done it in her I room. I would have been embarrassed. <laughs> I wanted them to feel that way. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> exactly. But the way their room is, like, her bed was far away, kind of. And mm-hmm. nobody in the floor was there at that point. It was literally just her and him. And I get it because, like, obviously, anybody could walk in at any point. But y'all could have literally just said, like, sent a little text in the message and be like, hey, nobody come in or whatever. But instead, they decided to go to the bathroom. And you know how small Thurston bathrooms are. Like, it's literally a closet. You More than three people cannot be in there at once. And all of a sudden, I hear knocking over. I hear stuff falling. I hear moaning and groaning. And I'm like, Lord, Lord, <laughs> these people will finish me. These people will kill me. <laughs> People will kill me because what is actually going on right now? And I, bro, I can't, bro. I'm pretty sure he was like lifting her onto the sink or something because just the way things were. That's a nasty ass Thurston sink. You know that place is disgusting. First of all, what disgusts me even more is the fact that I know that bathroom probably wasn't clean because they don't want to clean it. They'll be cleaning. They don't be cleaning. If so, your ass was now on some dirty counter, getting some disease. <laughs> like, it was just, that was an experience for me. That was an experience for me. And Bro, I can't even right now. <laughs> I want to clear it from my mind for forever, but it's literally implanted. And I'm like, ugh, it was disgusting. No, I feel like mine was kind of the same, but kind of a little bit worse. Like, so basically, we had this one roommate um, in the six-person room, and she was in, like, my specific area where it was a total of three of us. Um, and so the way that it basically worked is, like, when you walked in, like, the space that I was in was basically the space you had to walk through to get to the other rooms mm-hmm. in the suite. And so this girl was across from us, like, near the door, and me and the other girl were basically across from each other, like, near the window on the other side of the room. And I'm glad that I was not near the girl who was having sex, because (laughs) I really would have been traumatized. Like, I'm already traumatized from this night, but I just, I could not, bro. So I think it was, like, maybe a Thursday, you know, Thirsty Thursday, or maybe it was a Friday. (laughs) And I think yeah, I think I had gone to bed, like, at a decent time, probably, like, 12 or something, or maybe, like, 1 in the morning, mm-hmm. and so me and my other roommate were, like, talking, and then we decided to go to bed or whatever, and the other girl, the one who was having sex, was not there yet or whatever, so then she gets back or whatever, and she's with this guy, and so I turn over because they're making mad noise. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this girl's being mad loud. Like, what the hell? I was literally sleeping or, like, trying to sleep. And so I look over and I see this buff-ass guy, mind you. I've, like, like, I knew who it was because she had, like, brought him around. And, like, I had spoken to him a few times or whatever. So I knew who this man was. And he lived in Thurston but on a different floor. And so they're over here making out. And I'm like, okay, that's not, it's not that deep, like, whatever. <laughs> it's not that serious to me and so then they start like undressing and I can just hear them whispering and I can hear clothes coming off and so in my mind I'm trying to settle myself and not think of the worst and I'm just like oh they're just gonna go to bed together like I don't have a problem with a guy I don't have a problem with a guy being in the room because in my mind why would you want to have sex with two other people in the room Hmm. like come on now 
So we literally were not even that far apart. Like I know she was on the other side of the room, but it was really not that far from us because those rooms were tiny. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just like, okay, they're just getting ready for bed. Like, you know, people like sleeping uh, like uh naked. <laughs> I don't even know. Like sleep with a partner without having sex. And so I thought that was was about to go down because the hell like there are a lot of times when we're not in the room that she could have utilized to have sex. But no, she decides to go ahead and have sex with him with us right there. Mm -hmm. And like I was just traumatized. Like I could hear everything. I heard the condom wrapper ripping, like the bed shaking, his grunts. Her, like, I heard Not it the all. Bed and, shaking. Not the bed shaking. Not the bed It literally felt like, like, I know it wasn't that long, but it felt like forever because it was just so silent in the room and I could just hear everything that was going on across the room. And, like, I just, uh, and, like, people might say, why didn't you say something? Or, like, this and this and that. And it was just, like, at that point, it was already too exactly. late for me to you say anything. Like, I just, what? <laughs> like, I was sleeping and I woke up to this. Like, what am I supposed to do? And so my other roommate was awake, but I couldn't really tell if she was awake or not. So I didn't want to wake her up and have her undergo that torture that I was going through. So I just kept my mouth shut and I just put the blanket over my head and pulled my phone out. My thing is, how would you even look at her the next day? Like, did y'all ever talk about it? Which I don't even know. I think... I think it was a Thursday because I know that she had, I know, I think that she had a class on Fridays that she would like skip sometimes, but I think she ended up going to it that day. So she was like gone. And so the girl that also underwent the torture with me, <laughs> we had woken up and we were talking about it the next day. And I think I had brought it up and I was like, did you like witness or hear anything weird last <laughs> night? And she was like, uh, yeah, Shorty was having sex across the room. <laughs> I literally heard everything and I didn't know what to do. Like, I literally didn't know if you were sleeping or not. Like, I honestly should have just texted her from my phone and asked if she, like, mm -hmm. her. But I was just so traumatized that I literally just, I was frozen on my bed. Like, not moving, trying not to make a sound. <laughs> like, I can't even. And Shorty acted like nothing had happened. And I was like, uh, wait a minute. Yes, so we talking to her and we were like yeah like if you need to have sex like try going to his room or like try to let us know ahead of time so we can leave the room or something like that but like don't try to sneak it in while we're sleeping like that <laughs> and so yeah we basically had talked to her about it and that was the end of that but it was just so fucking embarrassing because I think after that time or maybe like a few days or a few weeks after she wasn't fucking with that dude anymore but I would see him all the uh. time on service elevator and it would just be awkward and he would like blush when he saw me because he would know oh my god no I would hate that I'd feel so awkward in the elevator and bro, I literally wouldn't know what to do. I would just be, like, cringing on the inside. But that isn't even the craziest thing. So this same girl basically had, you know, a bit of a drug problem. Just a small one. And not a small <laughs> one, but a pretty serious one. And so, you know, she had, like, kind of spoke her life story to us earlier on in the semester and basically, like, told us that, like, she had gotten in trouble for it before, whatever, and da 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 da, da whatever. 
not my business. Mm-hmm. But this girl, like, she really started to abuse this again at GW, you know, because GW kind of has a reputation for having this drug, you know. It do. Mr. Cocaine. And especially because people are, like, rich and shit, so. They you have know, the they access. They have the access and they can afford it. And so, basically, she was doing that and, you know, it was not okay. She was not okay. <laughs> she was not going to her classes. She was failing her classes. Like, my girl was not on the right track, essentially. And so, basically, it got to the point where things got so bad that we, like, me and my roommates, especially the ones who lived in the space with her, we basically ended up, like, evicting ourselves out of the room just to avoid being with her because she would do mad crazy shit while she was lit. And she was literally doing it in the room, like... Yes, and, like, Fridays, I didn't have class, so, like, I remember there was this one time where it was, like, all three of us in the room, and she was at her desks, and our desks were all kind of, like, a little bit closer to us, like, like, they were kind of all positioned in the middle of the room against the walls, and we literally, like, we didn't have a problem with us doing, like, other stuff, like, they smoked cigs, like, people smoked other stuff in the room and like drank and like we didn't have problem with people participating in behaviors like that but like this was something cocaine different is way different you know it's way different and we knew that she had like a she had a previous problem with it so it was kind of just like a little concerning for us but at the same time it's like we couldn't really do anything because we weren't her friends like that mm-hmm. and like at the same time it's none of our business so, like, but she was doing that shit in front of us. So and it became I was like, your business. Ugh. Yeah, it sort of became my business. And it just got so bad to the point because she would just get so angry about everything. And, like, like I remember one time she had, like, thrown up on her desk. And it was just there. And Did she clean I think it? she had, like, drank milk or something. Or, like... It was like oatmeal or something, and she had just thrown it up, and it was just all over her desk. And I remember her mirror being so dirty because she didn't clean it properly, oh my gosh, or like no. she didn't clean it. Like it was bad, and like she would like wet the bed sometimes, and like wouldn't like I don't think it was washed, or it would like be there for a day or something. I don't know, but it was just getting out of hand, and so bro, basically, I I literally moved out of my room to another room in Thurston, not officially. One of my friends' rooms, um, he lived on this floor where the majority of my friends lived on, which was the eighth floor, which was like half, like, uh, I think, uh, like students of color or like first mm-hmm. gen or some shit. But the eighth floor was popping, <laughs> third and eighth floor were the party floors, and I lived on the third floor, so I ended up moving to another party floor. And in this room, it was a room of guys, but they were all gay. And so, you know, it was chill vibes. And so one of their roommates ended up dropping out of college pretty early on in the semester. And so, like, when they saw, and I was, like, cool with all of their roommates. So when they saw that shit was going down, like, I kind of just ended up moving in for a bit. And it was just, like, really crazy because, like, looking back on it, like, the fact that I really didn't live in my room for a few months, like, like, that's how drastic things were. Like, and it escalated way worse, but I won't get into that. But basically, you tried to get her help. 
we basically tried to get her help, but it really kind of like. But in the end, they ended up working out because she ended up moving out of the room. And after she left the room, like, the vibes were so much nicer. Like, everybody was so happy. We were all, like, not that we weren't fucking with each other, but we were kind of back how things were at the mm-hmm. beginning of Master. And it was just overall, like, I ended up moving back in. And it was just better for our mental health, honestly. But, but when um, you tried to get her help, though, what did you run into? Well, basically, we tried to, like, it was getting concerning, and it was getting concerning to the point, like, she had other, like, her friend group, like, some of her friend group lived on our floor as well, and, like, we had known them, like, we had hung out with them a few times or whatever, and it was to the point that her friends were concerned, and they were coming to us talking about what is she doing in the room, like, have you noticed anything off with her, like, and so at that point, like, we were, like, very concerned because, it's not only us mm-hmm. that is like exhibiting this crazy ass behavior, and it was crazy because she would do mad reckless shit. Like I remember one time we had heard the story from her friends or like from one of my roommates, where she had ended up like she had gotten angry at a club and she had like thrown her phone or whatever and it ended up breaking or whatever. But she constructed this whole lie. Like she was Loki a crazy pathological shit. liar. She comes, no, crazy. She ended up creating this whole lie talking about, oh, her phone got stolen and something had happened and her parents ended up contacting the police. <gasps> like GWPD. Oh, and GWPD ended up on my doorstep at like two in the morning. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Like, Shorty was really like, and I was just thinking like, uh, first of all, what if these people came in and checked exactly. our room? Because, like, obviously, we had, like, alcohol in our room. Like, this was a weekend. And at the same time, I was concerned because I don't know what this bitch got hiding on her side of the room. I was like, <laughs> no, please. all over the floor on her side of the room. <laughs> like, I was just like, oh, no, I can't do this. Like, my anxiety was spiking. <laughs> I was just pretending I was asleep because I genuinely I'm could not deal with didn't think that the police would find something like obviously she knows she has some crazy stuff why would you then have like you know your parents are crazy and they're gonna call the police would you not think like what was going through her head or was she high or something when all this was taking place girl i don't know i was not with this girl this was not my business but it became my business somehow once again and she basically did it because she broke her phone because she got mad and threw it, but she lied and said somebody had stolen it or that she had gotten mugged <gasps> or some shit so that she could get a new phone. That's some crazy privilege stuff. That's some white people stuff. I'm not even going to lie. That's something that only happened <laughs> with white people. So, yeah. And so I just remember this one specific time where me and Nalia, and I think some, maybe some other people were in the room, but in the end, like, me and Nalia had to end up doing something that we didn't want to do, so basically, she had come back, and this was, like, first semester, so she had met some, like, guy from, like, Georgetown, mm-hmm. and um, he, like, had come over, like, we had met him a few times because he had, like, stayed in, like, not slept in the room, but he had, like, stayed in the room for a few instances, like, before they went out to a party on the weekend. So I had, like, met him before, um, and I could tell he just had money. Like, the way he dressed, <laughs> like, I could see the designer on him. And I was like, okay, rich boy from Georgetown, heard it. I was like, yes, sis, get your coin, even though she had her own coin. <laughs> I can't stand myself. <laughs> and so, yeah, whatever. So basically, this girl had gotten madly, and she ended up 
passing out in front of him in the room. And it was just mad concerning because it was just them and then me and mm-hmm. Nalia. And me and Nalia didn't want to leave him alone in the room with this girl because, you know, I've, I've heard too many horror yeah. stories. And I didn't want something to happen while she was unconscious. Like, I just personally didn't feel like I could leave her alone in that state with him there. Especially because I don't even know him like that. So I was just like, um, see, I was a good ass roommate. Nobody yeah, could say I was good. not a good roommate. Because look at what I did for this girl. And so... I'm sitting there and I told Nas that I couldn't leave and she was like, no, it's fine. Like, we can just stay here. And so basically, like, he he t- kept trying to wake her up. Like, he would not leave. And so basically, I had interrupted him and I was like, like, what are you doing? Like, what's the problem? And he was like, oh, I just want like, my sweater vest and I can go. And so basically, she ended up falling asleep with a sweater vest or some sweater that he had, like, lent her to keep her warm or some shit. And I'm like, bro, you're going to see her again. Like, you can get it back then. Like, you've come over over a million times. You think he wanted to see her again after she passed out like that? No, she, she, that wasn't even the first time that some crazy shit like that happened. (laughs) So, yes, they were still seeing each other. And they still saw each other after that, so. Oh, my God. But, um... So we were just like, you can't, and I think it was a Friday, because we were like, you can't come back tomorrow together. Like, first of all, Georgetown is literally a quick walk away. Like, sir, you're not in another state. Like, relax. (laughs) Also, he looked like he had mad money, so I don't know why he was concerned about one little designer sweater vest. Like, calm down, sir. Like, it's not the end of the world. And so basically, me and Nadia had to end up trying to take the sweater off this unconscious girl so this man could leave my room. Oh, my God. You know, unconscious bodies are mad heavy, too. They weigh more than the regular Bro, yes. This this girl was over here flopping about and groaning. I was just like, oh, God. But, yeah, those are just a few stories that I have. No, that's... No. Both of our situations were horrible, but, like, on very different spectrums. Level. because once mine like once we started getting distant that's when things started to get like serious and so like how i said before how like they didn't like music or whatever um when it got to like final season that's when we're like obviously about to leave go back home but i think maybe because everybody mm-hmm. was tense things just got like very very like yeah escalated. a lot and so they ended up calling the police twice it's but you know i wasn't there i wasn't there luckily and so one time they called the police on ama and the thing you know how like these girls bro like there's some people like they like conflict right like they want something to happen because literally the way our room is set up they could have just knocked on the door if they had a problem any single time and voiced their concern but instead, they always want to, like, use some type of other thing. Like, when I was playing music, instead of coming, literally two steps, two steps, they could have turned around their chair and knocked on my door. But instead, no, they wanted to text me and say, lower your music. And then with Alma, instead of literally just coming in, bro, they decided to call the police because her music was too loud. And the police didn't even say that it was the girls, but she knew it was them because when she left the room, she saw their faces and they were scared. They looked like ghosts because they're, <laughs> they didn't expect for her to know it was them. And so they called the police on her once for music and then once for something else. Exactly. Yeah. And so then it got to the point, 
I remember that time. Yeah, that was no. Crazy. For when they called for something else, like that was a whole mess. Because it was also in the middle of the night. Like it was like two or three a.m. Like there was really no need for all of that because because when Thurston went through those random searches, you know, Thurston always wanted to like rent exactly. Yeah. I would always text and give everybody a heads up whenever I knew so that if y'all had anything, y'all could figure it out. If I'm at least giving y'all that courtesy, why wouldn't you at least extend that to somebody else? But it got to the point where, obviously, on my left after first semester, went to a different rooming situation. And I was going to go with mm-hmm. her, but the only other place was more expensive. It's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Let me just suffer and let my mental health deteriorate, deteriorate and stay in that room with those girls. Loki, I should have uh-huh. just left because it got to the point where I literally did not feel comfortable at all in my room. Like, I uh-huh. felt, now I don't want to say unsafe because, like, what are they going to do? But, like, I just felt so uncomfortable to the point where I was, like, slightly unsafe. Literally, bro, I was going through my sna- my Snapchat memories, you know, how, like, it would be reminding you of stuff. And I was like, damn, yeah. I can't believe I actually lived like that. Because it got to the point where I swore they would come into my room when I wasn't there. Yes. And so at nighttime, oh, no. at nighttime, I started to put um my trash can, like, in front of my door. And then I would take a video on Snap um, to record the placement <laughs> of the trash can. This bitch can. is psychotic. <laughs> I would record the placement of the trash can to make sure the trash can is in the same spot when I wake up. Because sometimes I'd be going to deep sleep. So, like, if they were to come into the room, the trash can would knock over and they would put it back in. I wouldn't know. But I was like, bro, literally, I'm telling you, every single night, I would record it. This bitch is a crime detective. Because they're crude. were. I, I literally felt so uncomfortable. Now, that's very scary. That messes with you Thank mentally. Thank you. I was like, oh, my God. And you made it even worse. I remember this one time, bro. Literally, like, my door was open. And so where they where their desk was, they can see into my room if my door is open. And so I'm writing on my calendar, just filling it out. And without my glasses, I really can't be seeing anything like that. And so I'm writing on my calendar. And there's only me and then that one girl, the one who decided to have sex in the bathroom. Me and her were not cool at all. And so I'm writing on my calendar and I feel like somebody's staring at me. But obviously I don't have my glasses, so I can't see like that. And so I look at her and... I, I see that her face is, like, turned towards me, but, like, I can't see her eyes like that. And so I'm, I'm like, looking for a little bit, and the figure is still, like, looking at me. So you're like, you know what? Let me just continue <laughs> writing on my calendar. First of all, that's, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> not scary because I don't give a fuck. I would have gotten up and got my glasses. I grabbed my glasses. I grabbed my glasses, and then I turn. Why is this girl still staring at me? Why is she staring at me? She's, at this point, she's been staring at me for at least five minutes. All I'm trying to do is write on my calendar. And this girl is... She's not even talking. Bro. She's literally just staring at me with a stank face. But when I tell you them girls are racist, that's why I felt so unsafe <laughs> to the point where I had to put a trash can in front of my door to make sure that nobody was coming into our room trying to do anything to me in the middle of the night. <laughs> nah, I never heard that story bro, I from ne- you. Bro, she was just staring at me and i was like after that i realized not nah, this this girl's not okay in the head like she there's something mentally ill with her like she's not okay because why are you staring at somebody like that for no reason and we're not even cool and i 
Not even saying, not saying anything. Like I was like, okay, if you have a if what there's there something on my face, like what are you staring at? I was so confused. But I bet I what I told her. Now something that I like to say a lot in middle school or high school when a lot of people like well, at least with my friends or even people who I didn't know were staring at me. Is I was at some you oh have a dick on my forehead <laughs> that you're staring at me so hard. <laughs> that's so childish. I would, no, at that point that's when I was like, nah, these girls, they're different. They're not normal, they're weird. But then they look so at that point, like I was just obviously by myself. Um, in the room, I didn't really have anybody to talk to in my living situation, which obviously isn't the best because it's like you're supposed to feel comfortable in your own room and have like yeah. that safe space. Safe space. And so, second semester, since I didn't have all my, I started to like actually spend time like out of my room a lot more. So I, you know, Thurston had that little place in a basement, so I'd always be doing work there. Yeah, I'd go to Marvin or the MSSC. But yeah, I just I didn't like the way that Thurston basement floor mm, nasty. but i did do some work there it was nasty but yeah that whole situation but now i'm pretty sure like only two of them talked to each other because then they started having their own type of issues and i was like Problems. you know what thank god because karma you know that's what y'all exactly deserve. exactly but you know what? i was still a nice person because i remember this one time where like I knew that they were having issues because they even, like, it got to the point where it was awkward with them. They wouldn't talk to each other. And there was this one girl who, like, there was a situation where one of them, like, talked to me in a very disrespectful manner and none of them spoke up about it. And one of them decided to text me about it later. And I was like, you couldn't have spoken up in a situation. But there was, she was, like, sitting on her bed, like, looking very, I she was looking very sad and, and upset. And I went up to her and I was like, are you okay? <laughs> Because I was trying to be a nice person. I was like, are you good? And she was like, yeah. I was like, okay, just making sure, like, if you ever want to talk, I'm here for you. And I was like, why couldn't y'all extend that? That's really all I wanted. I just wanted, coming in the college, I really thought, like, your roommates were going to be your best friends. Like, that's how everybody always makes it seem like. That's how some, that's how it happens for some people, but it, that's not. It's really not. Instead, you get roommate nightmares and people will be having sex without consideration. Bro. No consideration. Shit was. Shit was. I can't believe we heard the condom. Yeah, freshman year. Fresh, yo, that sound. <laughs> that shit traumatized me, truly. And like, and like, I'm glad I, not that I'm glad that I experienced that because I'm not, but I was in a situation where. Like, I had come back to my room after partying, and I was about to hook up mm -hmm. with this kid in my room. And so, whatever, we're making our way into my room. And at that point, like, the girl that we were having problems with had moved out. So, I was, my bed now was in the place where she mm -hmm. used to be. And we had ended up, like, bunking her bed on top of mine just to, like, create more space in the room. So we were heading towards my bed that was right there. And then I looked over and I saw that she was sleeping. And I was like, I can't, I can't put her yeah. through that again. And I can't be that same bitch that I was talking shit about. So I had to tell him he had to, he had to go and he couldn't. <laughs> but it was just, it was just like, uh, oh my God, like. And, like, the fact that it's not that difficult to say no, like, to notice that there's someone else mm -hmm. in the room, like, that's uncomfortable. At least for me, I was not about to go yeah. through with it. But, no. 
Now, this was this was a really good episode, you know. Hopefully, y'all took a little bit of pleasure in our nightmare stories that we had to go through. But it's now the time of the episode where we're going to give y'all some of our song recommendations. And so, I actually have two this week. This is my first time having two songs. But they've both been on repeat. And the first one is Best Thing. I don't even know how to pronounce this girl's name. It's I-N-A-Y-A. H and Naya or something like that. Yeah, and then the second one is Little Bo Peep by Getz. Bro, both of these songs have been on repeat, but Little Bo Peep, like, it's grime, so like UK rap, but at the same time, it's like softer Mm -hmm. version. And so I tend to listen to this a lot, like, when I'm doing like my warm up for my workout because, like, it's the perfect duration, but fire. I'd highly recommend both of them. My recommendation for the week is Calling My Phone by Lil TJ and Sislack. Black or Six Slack, as some of us know him by. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just really catchy and just like chill, calm vibes with a little bit of like, it's like that soft, it's like that R&B so, and like, you know, mm-hmm. rap intersection, you know, like that. But our shared song of the week is by none other than Mr. Drake, and it's the song Champagne What's Next Poppy. off of his, like, It's his, like a project. What is it? I don't know. EP? Yeah, I don't know, but y'all know what it is. <laughs> but thank y'all so much for tuning in for another episode of Dear Diary. We hope y'all really enjoyed, and stay tuned for the next one.